okay? There's nothing about being a stay-at-home mom or a wife that says you have to be intellectually less than someone who is a lawyer. And frankly, the idea that that would be the case, I'm sorry, but that is, that is sexist and that in and of itself, that is the 1950s mentality that says Whoa. that a woman who does stay at home is an airhead who doesn't know anything but no one's saying this that's the thing right you invent your own enemies and, and then you battle them that, that that's your whole like if this if this was a turn-based strategy or something like that you, you would basically go up to the other side first you put some poles down and then take a bunch of straw and then you'd make some people out of it straw people if you will then you go to the other side and then you'd be like ah ah the the woke cancel culture is after us the the woke mob actually became controversial to state the, the fact that men do have preferences and that actually men are allowed to have preferences just like women are allowed to have preferences. And no I know to otherwise. a lot of people who are watching this channel that might sound like an obvious statement, but to, to a feminist, would you believe that's actually, this is an offensive concept. It's triggering. You see, recently Matt no. What, what, is this yet another straw man that you're setting up in order to get really mad about when people on the other end? Like, did you see recently how PragerU is doing this whole, like, white people didn't invent slavery? Do you know that? Did you know white people didn't invent slavery? And it's like, who's saying the thing that you're mad about right now? Who Who is this catering to? The statement? What is the purpose of it? Like, the, the people who think slavery started in 1492? Those people who thought slavery began with Columbus, Columbus was the first person to enslave people, that that crew of people, that's where their history began. Like, I, I just don't understand. What, what does this serve for you to bring this up in this way? Walsh on Twitter posted what I thought was a perfectly innocuous and harmless tweet. He wrote, all a man wants is to come home from a long day at work to... But who perfected slavery? I, I wouldn't allow the term. I would, I would say... Um, what should be talked about is both the scale, size, and absolute horror and brutality of the North Atlantic slave trade, and particularly of chattel slavery, uh, and the industrialization of it, as well as combining that with capitalism, and the years and years and years and focus of this, both in having, obviously, untold uh, horrifying moments in human history, and then uh, raising vast amounts of wealth uh, for various groups. Um, that's, like, that should all be be mentioned uh, in, in, like, that's, that's what is most likely people are trying to bring attention to slavery if someone's like hey um it it, it was a bad thing that you killed and murdered someone and then you're like i didn't invent it though i didn't i'm not the person who invented murder it's like oh oh i didn't know that you weren't the inventor of murder someone else yeah people people murdered before me not not as not as brutally as i just did but people before me have also done that it's like ah okay well that that i guess discounts me ever talking about you having committed that murder or bringing this up at all right that's uh, that, that makes sense. To a grateful wife and children who are glad to see him and dinner cooking on the stove. This is literally all it takes to make a man happy. We are simple. Give us this and you will have given us nearly everything we need. Now, as a woman, and actually not just a woman, but a woman who actually works, I mean, works from home, but still, I did not see anything wrong with this tweet. But apparently, uh, I simply was not putting on my feminist glasses because according to feminists on the internet, actually, what Matt Walsh was trying to say 
is that he believes women should be sex slaves. Or at least that's what you would imagine he'd said based on the response he got. Yeah, for some reason, this tweet, more so than any Matt Walsh has posted, at least in recent memory, uh, this triggered progressives. And the thing with Matt Walsh is that, yes, I agree with most of what he says, but sometimes even I can see how what he says and the way he says things might upset people. But when it <laughs> okay, let's go back. Let's let's pull up the evidence for the class here. All a man wants, all, okay, all a man wants is to come home from a long day at a work to a grateful wife and children who are glad to see him and dinner cooking on the stove. This is literally all it takes to make a man happy. Uh, as a man, this is not true. But hey, for me, because you said all, I am not all, I am but one man, you know? I'm what, but one small man in the scheme of things. Uh, there are other men out there. Yes, I've heard rumor of them. Pray tell. Maybe hearken. You, lo, you will hear me, men. Uh, other men may want that. Some men may want this specifically because this is the most reinforced gender stereotype that we all grow up with. And we're told that this is what will make us happy. It's it's not just Matt Walsh. It's everything. Like, I, I mean that. Everything. I, I mean the movies, the books, the music, the poetry everything if we just reinforce these kind of stereotypes i will be happy because hey and you know what on the opposite direction women are reinforced to want the opposite of this to do this for the men if i do all these things for the men i too as a woman will be happy now i can't speak to women i'm not one uh so i can't i but i i i am friends with lots of women i'm in i'm in a, a long-term relationship with a woman uh she's she's a wonderful human being uh love her love her deeply um uh, it seems that not every single woman uh, wants to do that. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com wants to be like the bang maids uh, as in like hey uh, we will raise the kids uh, we will clean the house we will we will do all the washing cleaning tutoring uh, lessons instructions uh, uh, housekeeping uh, maintenance of clothing sewing all that kind of stuff we'll do all this domestic stuff for you uh, and then you just go out you be a breadwinner you work hard honey okay you get home uh, I know what you want, okay? You you want to relax. Uh, maybe I need to service you. Uh, and then, of course, I'll feed you. Uh, and then I will provide you uh, a couple, couple uh, let's just say, thumbs of whiskey on the rocks. And then, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's your day. And uh, the kids will already be calm. I will have uh, let them play until they tired each other out so they're not going to yell or scream when you get home. They know that daddy does not want noise in the house. And they're most likely going to be already sleeping. So guess what? You barely have to do anything in terms of raising them. I'm taking care of all of that for us uh, because you are the provider. Yes, you are the provider. Uh, I totally understand why you need to go on a company trip next week for, for quite a long time. And it's odd that the you're going to Tijuana because you don't do business in Tijuana and we don't actually have any vested interest in why you would. But it, I mean, it is, of course, uh, what you have to do for your job, I understand. And yes, I, I do accept that uh, you may have had some some affairs on the side and there's another family that you're taking care of now in Tijuana and, I'm, and you're bringing that towards me. And it may make me very depressed that I have to tell uh, somebody and uh, you're, you're like, well, it must be melancholy. 
melancholy and uh, if you don't sort yourself out I'll beat you a couple times it's like it's okay though because I'm getting amphetamines now from the doctor so I'm less angry all the time so I get to take the amphetamines in the daytime and then at night I get to drink myself to sleep because otherwise I would cry from the nightmare fuel that I live in this is this is nightmare fuel this is the worst possible like and I have to live it every single day and love it and I have to tell other people that I love it and if I don't tell other men or women that I'm really happy and love this life that I have to do every single day well then they're gonna think something's wrong with me and then maybe I'll be institutionalized or lobotomized or electrocuted uh the sophisticated science isn't really where it should be in these fields but yeah uh, I don't want to get uppity I, I definitely don't want to make my husband unhappy and destroy the family life so let's stick to the plan let's let's do the thing you know all a man wants see that's the problem is the all because for some men even if there wasn't these reinforced gender stereotypes we're all programmed with, and this is the, 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 you know, the default setting, sure. I mean, hey, who doesn't want that? Sounds like a pretty good arrangement. Sounds like one person has to do a fuck ton more work than you, and you basically have to do your eight hours, and then you get the rest of the time to do whatever you want. And then that person has to just keep on doing things. They have to do what you want once you arrive home, too. Yeah, the, the cooking, and then the cleaning of the dishes, and then the washing of the dishes, and then giving you your customary hand job, and then preparing your drink, and all that kind of stuff. Like, it, it, as the night is going on, they are still working. They're, they're still on the clock, and you're just, again, sitting on the couch, getting the hand job, enjoying the whiskey, all those kind of things. Uh, you can mix it up. You can, you can sometimes, maybe she wants to come home to a nice warm cooked meal. I say this as a man and I work from home. Yeah, I, I, I will cook meals for my partner. Uh, it's nice to come home to, to, uh, to, to fresh food. And then it's nice if Chico, uh, is, uh, you know, a, a little bit tuckered out and, and just ready to say hey and, uh, you know, have a good family life. But again, Everything is not for everyone. Not, not everybody wants this. And it seems that uh, women, overwhelmingly, when you look at the data, are not looking to return to the 1950s. <laughs> like, when polled, would you like to have the following things happen to you? And I'm not even talking about if they made this out as like ideology, right? But let's just say, here's a list of things. Uh, would you want this life? Uh, lose ability to vote. Lose ability to report uh, if you are raped because you cannot be raped by your own husband. Lose ability to uh, really have uh, the ability to prevent domestic abuse if you were asking for it and or were getting uppity. Uh, you have to raise children full time. Uh, you have to do all the cooking and cleaning of the entire house as well as all the laundry of everyone who lives there. Uh, you have to uh, service the husband uh, whenever he demands it, blah, blah, blah. Like that, if you went through the whole thing, do you think there would be an overwhelming amount of like, oh, that sounds uh, good? Why not? Yeah, I mean, pfft. men aren't even men anymore. So what am I supposed to do? And the second thing is, and this is totally something that they have projected onto Matt. This is not what he actually said. It seems like a lot of people have taken the idea that a white trash kind of ideology as a sign that Matt Walsh wants to take away women's rights and choices and just make them prisoners in their own homes. And going through the replies to this tweet are just a great example of why reading comprehension tests in school exist. Because I remember when I was in school, but, um, I was always good at reading. I never had a problem with reading. And so the idea that I would have to read a text and then summarize it back to the teacher just seemed like really redundant and stupid to me. But now that I'm an adult who is on Twitter and having to deal with other people who are also on Twitter, a text-based platform, I now completely understand that, yeah, those types of tests are needed because a lot of people will read something and totally misunderstand it and actually attribute things that weren't said to the person that made the original statement. To that end, here is this post by Elizabeth Spears. The kind of man who wants this believes that women exist solely to serve his needs and in relationships where that is true, their relationship is partly about power and control, a root cause of domestic violence. So to sum up, Matt Walsh says that all men really want is after a long day of work to come home to a grateful wife, 
and dinner. And according to Elizabeth, this means... <laughs> it's not just a grateful wife and dinner. Again, you were talking about reading comprehension in a dismissive way, so we should probably go back to... All a man wants is to come home from a long day at work to a grateful wife and children who are glad to see him and a dinner cooking on the stove. This is literally all it takes to make a man happy. This is it. Nothing else. No, no kind of emotional support, emotional fulfillment, empathy, uh, having a satisfied partner or and or having a satisfied sex life, uh, having uh, good friends uh, that they also have good relationships with, uh, being able to open up and talk about what is actually troubling them in their lives or emotionally, not being emotionally stunted because of this fact uh, and that emotional stuntedness can act out in various ways, whether that is in drug use or drinking or perhaps even violence, unfortunately. No, 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 no. Just, just give us this and you will have given us nearly nearly oh we've changed now it's okay we're all nearly everything we need gotcha into woodsy cause of domestic violence domestic abuse this is why we can't have nice things and frankly this type of thing is also why i no longer believe in debate anymore because let's just be honest there is no point in debating people who don't listen to what you say and i have more examples of just insane reactions to matt's tweet here to when when was the right ever into debates those the ones who all you do is talk about debates. It's, it's always like, oh, no one wants to talk about these things in the marketplace of ideas. It's like, oh, okay, can, can we have a conversation about this in the marketplace of ideas? No. No, you're dishonest. You're, uh, you, you, you can't be reasoned with. Go through, but uh, this video isn't sponsored. I do just want to mention, though, that my family's brand, Clearly Pure Naturals, which is... No! in front of them. Anyway, Elizabeth continues, but when men pressure them to, that's about control and the risk is that if the woman is unhappy and wants to leave, it will be harder because she has little to no financial independence. Where she gets this idea of men pressuring women to do anything, I don't know. But anyway, finishing off this brain dead take, Elizabeth also says, this service model of relationship often doesn't work even when women want to play that role because Matt is an overgrown- But it's, it's true, okay? Like, okay, there's no such thing as a perfect relationship. Anyone who's in a good, healthy relationship, you're gonna have tons of fights because that's what it is if you love someone you can be very passionate about that and that can also uh, equally uh, you know resolve itself in, in the form of hate and, and anger as well whatever the case may be though um there is going to be obviously in the modern age especially as uh, yes traditional gender roles are changing uh, a requirement where uh, this old paradigm that matt walsh and all these dudes are, are proud of like they don't know how to do laundry they're grown-ass men babies. That's so deeply embarrassing. The fact that these are supposed to be the fucking alphas, like the, the fucking, oh, yeah, all, all those beta males don't know. What, you can't wash your own fucking asshole. That's so sad, all of you. The fact that, like, time and time again, when they were polled, all these fucking guys, it was like Michael Knowles, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, all of, like, the biggest names. It's like, what, uh, would you rather do the dishes or the laundry? Your wife said you'd rather do the dishes and you don't know how to do the laundry. <laughs> it's true. All right, right? Okay, uh, Michael, uh, dishes or laundry, uh, you'd rather do the dishes, and you don't know how to do laundry. <laughs> Checks out. Matt, uh, dishes or laundry, uh, and you uh, you said dishes, and uh, she said you don't know how to do your own laundry, you filthy ass motherfucker. Stop giving me your shit-stained clothing. Learn how to wash your asshole. Get in the shower. Clean those knees. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> 
own baby and doesn't understand that men can get all of those things and still be abusive, cheat, be unhappy themselves. What I've noticed about feminists is that anytime someone mentions a more traditional- They can't um, wash their assholes if they touch them, they immediately turn gay. It's true, it's true, it is the button. Relationship slash family structure where the man is the main breadwinner and the mother is the primary caregiver. They act as if, oh, it's the woman who's taking on the- What is difficult about a laundry? We have machines that do it for you? Okay. Let's be real. First time they ever did laundry, they would fuck up the whites so bad. It would be it would be the real white genocide they've been worried about their whole life. They would just throw, you know, they'd throw everything in at once. And then all their towels would come out like multicolored, like hippie fucking t-shirts and shit. And they'd be like, oh my god, the purity, it's gone. What have you done? What have you done? <laughs> yeah subservient role when if you think about it in a lot of ways yes including financially the man is just as equally serving the woman elizabeth complains about a service model of relationships but if you ask me any healthy functioning relationship should be about service service to the other person yes of course stay-at-home moms do serve their that's not what she means by service she means this is transactional that she means that this person is not willingly trying to help out because of the betterment of themselves as a couple and the family and a relationship as a whole that's the difference so if you have someone who is not really super stoked on being an exclusive caretaker, cleaner, uh, instructor, teacher, musician, cook, like someone who doesn't want just that and that all the time and only that, then of course they are put in a position they don't want to be in so that this thing becomes a service model where it's like, yes, okay, you provide the food, uh, sorry, the money for me to buy the food and the groceries and the amphetamines and the wine I need to get through the day. And in turn, I cook and clean and service you and also uh, raise the children. That's That's the deal we have husbands and their children by nurturing them and caring for them. But I, I don't think we should overlook how men in this scenario also serve their families by going out and earning a living. But somehow in the feminist mind, the idea of a man going out and working, being the sole breadwinner or the main breadwinner to provide for his family, they've twisted that into him being selfish. For example, to someone in her own by the way, it is so much harder for this paradigm to work. The whole tradcon fucking traditional gender role shit where it's like, hey, the man should be the provider. Get out there and come back and make bread for his family. It's like, that's really fucking hard now. Now, between like inflation, uh, the cost of housing, which is obviously skyrocketing because the housing that is built and sold is obviously sold to people who can afford very expensive houses and the cost of materials went up a lot after COVID. So, of course, this problem is only exacerbating itself. And it's like, oh, there's so many empty apartments and each one of them is like $1.5 million. And you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? So it's a lot harder to have that same paradigm, which is increasing the number of men who will feel that they are losing out in their lives and, and they are emasculated by this whole process. That's what's fucked up about this, is that if you make an entire system where you set it up where men have to be earners and women, your value is how hot you are, well then yes, there's going to be a very small percentage of people at the very top, people who are in finance, who are in real estate and stuff like that, who are going to make so much fucking money that they can afford to have this paradigm, and then they're probably going to be looking for women who uh, have also been raised by the same standards and practices who are going to want to look a certain way and, and, and find their husbands who are also looking for these people who look like supermodels this whole paradigm look how it's all set up and everyone else is going to feel like a failure along the way because it's like well i i a don't look uh attractive enough to feel worth as a woman and i can't uh, attract my perfect husband who's basically just filthy rich that's that's the perfect husband he has to be filthy fucking rich so this is this is my ideal scenario the toxic version of a woman or whatever you want to call that conversely to the men who are like oh yes well i haven't actually been able to be the sole breadwinner of this family and because we don't have health care i'm not in a union i'm getting fucked over by my boss 
boss and all these other reasons. Life kind of sucks. I'm having trouble meeting people. It makes me angry. makes me want to use uh, substances to try and feel better about that. And that's not making anything better. It's just exacerbating all the problems. I don't have time to work out. I'm depressed, but I'm not allowed to talk about my depression. I can't talk about any of my feelings because if I do that, I'm not a man or I'm less of a man. I, I have less worth as a man if I'm not a protector. And so shut up, shut up, pussy. Don't be gay. Keep, keep working. Sigma grind set. Holy shit. Oh, the, the guy says it's all the matrix. I can lock, uh, like unlock everything. $5,000. For $5,000, I unlock the matrix. I beat the system. I become the crypto bro of the world. Blah, blah, blah. All this shit. Like, it's all so deeply, deeply. Like, it, it's, and the, the shitty thing is, everything they advocate for, it's going to make dudes more unhealthy and more unhappy. Because... It, it turns them into shitty men. It turns them into men who think this is the way life should be and I have to do this and only this. Like, it would be so much better if we had a system that was um, reinforcing that really, to make it as a man, to be a man's man, it's how much you can help out the rest of your fellow community. How much time can you volunteer and feed people? How much time can you, can you work to build housing for the homeless? How much time can you dismantle all these forms of oppression and intersectional vectors of oppression and, and, and how good you can do with that so that things like white supremacy and patriarchy no longer exist? How like That's a much different sell than being like, you know what? You're getting fucked over because women are evil and also the whole system's fucked against you, bro. It's the elites and the globalists. So you know what? It's the matrix. And the only way to get out of the matrix to be a real fucking man is to take my course, to buy my courses. And unfortunately, people, when they pay for things, feel as if they are getting inherently more value for their information as well. So that's just going to reinforce it over and over again, too. She writes that in any kind of healthy relationship, they want to give and receive. It shouldn't be a one-way thing. I don't know what about Matt's tweet sounded like a one-way thing. He specifically mentioned coming home from a long day of work. I don't know who they think. Women are evil. We've ever had a relationship like that. Plus, like, it is true. There are evil women. Of course there are. Women aren't a monolith. There are uh, evil, sadistic, conniving women who are looking to just uh, manipulate you. But that's not all women. There are evil men too. There's massive pieces of shit, evil, evil fucking men. You know many of them, right? That like, yes, they, they do exist. But that doesn't mean every single man is some evil, uh, inherently violent rape monster. And every single woman is some deep down uh, conniving manipulator who's actually in the true control and power of the world, just manipulating every man around her in order to gain and control complete power. The power of getting free drinks at the bar. That long day of work is to serve, if not their family. And to just really drive home the point that people like Elizabeth are reacting to things Matt Walsh Dennis Prager does think all men are rape monsters. Someone named Matt Smith, being reasonable, wrote, quite a leap from man cherishes loving wife and children and food on the table to domestic abuse to which elizabeth replied i see no evidence of cherishing in that tweet and a lot of demanding she serve him yes what where are the demands and she says there's nothing about cherishing literally the entire tweet is that coming home to this grateful wife is what would make like she's being disingenuous by the way but in reality like you could have matt walsh straight up be like the woman's place is to make me my sandwich, to service me when I need be, and to raise and take care of the children. That is what makes me happy and content. That is what I want, and that is what all men should want, and this is the only way of life. Even if it was that, like, direct, you would still have people like Lauren coming out making these videos being like, oh, come on, what, are we supposed to say that he's, like, a, 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 a complete, like, a, a Weinstein or some kind of, like, you know, Cosby or serial rapist just because he, like, he, he talks like that? I mean, he's just saying that this is uh, what makes him happy. Matt happy. So, obviously, if the wife is making him happy, he cherishes her. What are, what are we doing? Like, is English this person's second language? That's really the only way I can justify them completely missing. And by the way, 
I have friends, women, who are um, mothers. They they have they've had uh, multiple kids, and they wanted they can remember from an early age to want to just be moms, like full time moms. They're like, I've always wanted to be a mom, and like uh, I I I've always wanted to like I'm a very empathetic person, very nurturing. I've always wanted to be a mom, and this was like, and they're happy. They are happy. They are living the closest thing you can think to one of these stereotypes, although they don't like they don't forcibly have to clean their men and wash their clothing and stuff like that. Like they the, the dude does his own laundry. I don't think it would be together if he didn't. But still, that that is like some that is what some women do want. Some women want to be full-time uh mums. Some dudes want that too. Some non-binary people want neither. It it doesn't mean that there has to be this like, and this is the only path to happiness. Right there, is is you do that, you you do that, just, just, and always and only. Seeing the point of what he said, and what I noticed about a lot of the pushback of this tweet is that much of it seems to come from women who may not fit into traditional gender roles themselves, and in order to justify or explain <laughs> that. Hey, <laughs> So, uh, most of the replies of people being upset about Matt Walsh's super sexist tweet happened to be women. And then now you're doing the kind of like, as a woman, I can tell that they're just ugly. They're, they're, they're just ugly. Or they, I mean, they're just not fitting into, to, you know, what a woman's uh, supposed to be. Let's just, let's just say that. Okay. A man might still want to be in a relationship with them. They seem to default to, I guess, in a backhanded way. There's a much different uh, there's a much different reaction for men telling people they're stay at home dads. Um, well, yeah, I, a lot of people are probably like, "Oh, what did you did you lose your job? Are you an alcoholic? Is is that why? Are you recovering? Is is this part of it? Why why can't you be an earner? Why can't you go out and earn money? Because what you're doing is not work. What what, what you're doing is a vacation. Yeah, full time vacation of again cooking." cleaning, babysitting, tutoring, like goddamn fucking 24-7 work. <laughs> Insulting women who do fit into traditionally feminine roles. For example, someone named Jenna Eunice says, I don't have a problem with this being the arrangement between you and your wife, but as a woman who hates to cook and does not want to stay home with children, but loves working as a lawyer, I can assure you there are many men who prefer to be with someone who challenges them intellectually and is passionate about her work. Like, I'm sorry, I can't, uh, maybe I can't pull up the picture and everything, but from this, like, small thumbnail avatar, this looks like someone who is still what would broadly be defined as fitting traditional feminine gender expression. Uh, I, I, I don't, like, I, I thought you were going to pull up uh, the, the, the blue-haired, non-binary, they-them, the scariest of all. People are different and that's not a bad thing. So no knock against her mentioning being passionate about her work if it's outside of the home. Uh, there are men out there who absolutely love a career-minded woman. Nothing wrong with that if that's your personal preference and it matches well with your wife. But, but then why did you make this video? Be because Matt Walsh said all and then nearly at the very end in terms of what things satisfy and make men happy. So is the argument then that you're completely fine with some women destroying the possibility of men being happy because this, this, these are the only things that make them happy so if women are not willing to do this they're going to make all those men unhappy think of all the unhappy men that want the bang maids if there's not a, an army of them that's a good thing however the idea that a wife challenging her husband intellectually is not part of what matt is describing here i do think that that is an insult to stay-at-home moms or or wives okay there's nothing about being a stay-at-home mom or a wife that says you have to be intellectually less than someone who is a lawyer and frankly the idea that that would be the case i'm sorry but that is that is sexist and that in and of itself that is the 1950s mentality that Whoa. says that a woman who does stay at home is 
an airhead who doesn't know anything but no one's saying this that's the thing right you invent your own enemies and then you battle them that, that that's your whole like if this if this was a turn-based strategy or something like that you, you would basically go up to the other side first you put some poles down and then take a bunch of straw and then you'd make some people out of it straw people if you will then you go to the other side and then you'd be like ah ah the the woke cancel culture is after us the the woke mob cleaning and cooking, which is, again, not the case. I don't mean to sound like a feminist here, but if you are a woman and you think that, you think that you are more intellectually capable than a stay-at-home mom, uh, I'm sorry. Again, no, no. Like, I... Again, I, I, I'm part of a number of organizations that do activism in some of these fields and arenas, and uh, I've never once experienced that in terms of people directly being like, yeah, it's just all these airhead bimbos are staying at home upholding the patriarchy with their vaginas and wombs. God damn it. No, like these are these are make-believe enemies that, that all of you craft as in like, why can't we talk about this? Why, why are we not allowed to bring this up? Did you know that white people didn't invent slavery? PragerU is wanting to tell you about this. Yes, here's a history lesson for you. Yeah, that, that you should know about it. And, and like, it's like, where 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 is this coming from? That No one is on the left being like, white people literally invented slavery from the very inception. There has never been another empire. There has never been another form of anything, blah, blah, blah. Like, th th this is not something that's being screamed at you from the other side. When other, like, when you're getting a mild pushback, and, and not even a pushback, but it's like, hey, can we teach actual history? What's actual history? Uh, the founding of Americas uh, really is, is one built upon uh, blood and genocide. Uh, first, the genocide of indigenous peoples, uh, and then the forced enslavement of black people uh, who were brought over here against their will in uh, the most brutal form of ch uh, slavery up until that point in history known as chattel slavery. Uh, and this was part of a massive capitalist venture known as the North Atlantic slave trade that made a very small selection of uh, good old judicial Christian valued white people super fucking rich that's that's the history so can can we tell about that is like what what are you, are you saying that that white people are the only people that can be racist are you saying that white babies are racist are you telling me that innocent white babies are the most racist of all babies no not at all you are inventing a bunch of weird things I don't know like have fun debating yourself. I, I should buy you a mirror every fucking Christmas. I know what to get you. You just want a mirror so you can debate yourself every fucking day. Maybe a room of them so you can debate an army of views and all the things that you invent. Check your internalized misogyny. We also have someone named Heather who thought she was making a point here. She switched the genders of Matt's tweet and said, all a woman wants is to come home from a long day at work to a grateful husband and children who are glad to see her and dinner cooking on the stove. This is literally all it takes to make a woman happy. We are simple, give us this and you will have given us everything we need. Like I think the goal here is to switch the genders and then maybe Matt will realize how just ridiculous this sounds, but it still doesn't sound ridiculous at all. Like if one person in a relationship is working more outside the home Oh my god! Wow! Of course they're gonna be happy and they would want their partner to feel great. This may be the closest to a massive revelation, spoken out loud, but not processed, right? Like there's 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 no like and now you see this one size fits all binary of genders that we're reinforcing all the time doesn't need to be. Because either way, could go, like do you get it? But it's, it's like, uh, that's why Matt is right. Grateful 
Yeah, or that, so close. And, or maybe the other. This, this, this may be the closest Lauren's ever come to an epiphany. Partner to pick up more of the domestic duties. This, this is still, this is still Duty. reasonable. Like Heather really thought she did something pointing out how maybe Matt was sexist, but it's like, it's still fine. Both ways, it's fine. And then another genre of tweet reply. Holy shit, I'm, I'm straight up clipping that, uploading that to Twitter and, and being like, uh, uh, Lauren Chen has been caught by the woke mind virus. Look at her talking about how uh, reversing gender roles uh, and the gender binary actually shouldn't be strictly codified and that people of different genders could enjoy the lifestyle that is usually traditionally imposed as not this long. I don't have this many, I don't, I have not bought the ability to do this many characters on Twitter, but like, holy shit, that's, that's what like, no shit. Lauren, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the struggle. You're catching up. To this, uh, that fits into the idea that men aren't allowed to have preferences themselves. It's just a number of people asking things like, here, Drea Humphrey, but what does a woman want? There are entire books, uh, magazines, publications dedicated to what women want in a man and how men. Again, you're not getting it. Uh, Matt was saying all, he, all, all, all men. That, that's 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 why they're, they're responding to this. All men should fit into this very strange gendered stereotype that's from straight out of the 1950s. Men should conform to women's standards, okay? We hear all the time about what women want. It's not a bad thing to every once in a while hear what a man might want in a woman because here's the thing. If you listen to feminist publications, what they're going to tell women is that- Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Maybe it's because I'm not in- make tau red pill universe but like i i don't hear that uh, all the time especially in the new version of that i hear what traditionally women are supposed to want uh they are obviously supposed to want men that are kind funny caring uh but also pr providers and protectors and who are going to be good breadwinners and have very high successful jobs so they can enjoy a, a very good life together uh as she stays home and raises the like that that's the kind of conversation that happens a lot but i think there's a a, a, a an absolute world of of um discussion to, to be had in terms of like, okay, so if we start to change the very dynamics, say of both capitalism itself and reinforcing gendered stereotypes that people will not be as dependent or necessary, the, the struggle won't be as difficult for them to have to make it in this world financially, for example, does that also turn and change the discussion about how the relationships itself are going to work. What are men actually looking for? Because that is a hard thing to say when you're being told over and over, the only thing men need to be happy is wife who cooks and cleans and uh, takes care of the kids. And that's basically it, which is what Matt Walsh is saying. That's basically it. And that's just not true. There is a crisis right now. I mean, everyone is familiar with it. Men are having a very rough time because everyone's having a very rough time. Women are having a very rough time. Non-binary people are having a very rough time. And then obviously there's various intersectional oppression and vectors that are going on behind there. But yes, uh, men are having a very rough time and their needs are not being met by this reinforcement of stereotypes. This like... If there's a, an increase in, in depression, anxiety, those kind of things, an inability for people to open up about that, an inability for men to talk about those kind of things, that is all deeply, deeply unhealthy. It's going to make really shit men. Uh, and in turn, if they just are programmed or just keep thinking that what women want and what they should try to find in women is that they want me to be the stereotype of man. Strong, yes, emotionless, uh, rational. Obviously, uh, I don't give in to hysteria uh, like all those crazy, crazy women, you know, they, they, they be shopping so much for my credit cards. 
that a man wants someone who has a strong career, who is strong-willed and independent, and you know, all of these great feminist things that essentially make a woman into a man, but that's not actually true. And so you know what, maybe if we actually heard from men themselves what they were looking for in a relationship and didn't demonize them for it, then there'd be fewer- Man, right there, you almost got there. Like, that that's basically running full charge towards the pool and right at the edge, like skidding and then just stopping right, right at the precipice, but not landing in the water. We're angry, lonely women out there who are wondering why, oh, why men aren't more interested in them despite their, their hefty bank account or their OnlyFans account or whatever it might be. We also I always hear this from the right. And can we get any kind of data on this? Because it seems to me if there are, uh, rich, powerful women uh, and, and successful women uh, who are not in relationships and they're blaming exclusively the fact that men don't want them because they have too much money or something to that effect, which, yeah, sounds terrible. Uh, where, where are the numbers? I, I, I want to see this. Like, there's also something that's not talked about in this conversation is that people also, and this is totally normal, might want to have intimate moments with other human beings and not be in relationships with them. There, there are women who can, uh, you know, uh, have sexual relationships with men or multiple men and openly tell them that they don't want relationships. They don't want to be in a romantic relationship. They prefer to do what they do. Uh, and that is also normal. It's also normal for people who don't want to be in relationships at all or, or in sexual encounters at all. Like, again, all normal. It's it, it's just like this one size fits all shit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving thirty three percent with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a fifteen stem bunch of tulips for just nine ninety nine each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more. Special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Got a number of male feminist allies here checking in. Here, Jason Bradshaw says, get a housekeeper and adopt a puppy. Doesn't sound like you want an actual relationship between equals. Division <laughs> of labor in a relationship does not mean that you guys are not equal. One partner can take care of the finances more. Another can take care of the kids more. And both of you are integral parts of the relationship. The reality of like 2023, though, and relationships, and I'm, uh, I mean, I'm speaking as both as one person who's in it, that there's a lot more going on like it's way more difficult for there to be simply one breadwinner you can have two people especially if you live in cities if you live in cities it's just outrageous like the, the fact that you need 200 or 300 thousand dollars just lying around there as if you never needed it for an emergency or anything to be able to get the loan to buy an apartment like th that is absolutely fucked to me like not buy the apartment that's to get the loan that, that's like, oh, no, no, that, that's, yeah, you, you need to have about 20%. So you'll need to have about 200000 or $300,000 saved up to buy an apartment in a city. And I'm, I'm just like, that, that's the cost of Vancouver, by the way. Apartments here are like $1.2, $1.5 million for like a two-bedroom. And it's like, that's just un, undoable, you know? Even if you have two people who are making really good money, that's still a fuck ton of, of money to have to put away unless you have an inheritance, unless you have a family member who's got, like, an extra couple hundred thousand dollars to to give you to be able to get that house. But, like, I say someone who's who's also successful, considered, like, by the numbers, I'm I'm the, the, the right-wing uh, dream. I'm, I'm in a committed relationship with, with another individual. I'm successful in my field. I have a steady income. Uh, I love my work and my job and my family life, and I 
I also love uh, my little dog son Chico and, and my partner and so like on paper I'm, I'm doing all the check marks and it's still I can tell you from first-hand experience it's still very difficult to try and juggle all that shit especially if things come up you know especially if you are uh, either helping or trying to support other family members if you have elder relatives who are starting to uh, really uh, struggle uh, with a lot of aspects in life later in life like my grandmother is like a lot of that shit it's tough and I have it fucking so easy compared to a lot of other people. Like, holy fuck. When you read the stories of, like, what actual, like, workers in America are dealing with this. Because I got healthcare privilege in Canada. I, like, you know, if, if something happens to me or I get carpal tunnel or something and I'm like, oh, I got to uh, go in to see a doctor. I'm not worried about whether this might cost me a couple grand or more or tons more. Or if I have a fucking thing that really scares me. I'm like, it's really weird that, like, I've got this pain in this area that won't go away. I can get an ultrasound. I don't have to think about that. In fucking America, like, holy fuck. Like, it's so many millions of people whose either health insurance is directly tied to their employer or their health insurance is directly uh, tied to their ability to make X amount of money. Like, that's that's such a fucking scary scenario to think of um, for so many different people. And so I imagine that's got to be tough in a relationship. That's got to add an element to everything, to, to all the fuckery. In addition to everything else, it's like, hey, it's 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 tough uh, for us to see each other because we're working all the time. It's tough for us to, to budget uh, because we have to put money into emergencies that come up. Car breaks down. Fucking, I, I get you. You get sick. <laughs> you get sick and we have to decide. Should we take you to doctor or bankrupt? Wh which one of those two? relationship or the family. And I think this is why so many relationships and marriages don't work anymore. People are so used to thinking of themselves as these independent units that need to be able to function by themselves. So that way they could be truly equal. And it's like, no, honestly, in a lot of ways, there are just too many responsibilities out there for everyone to do everything in and of themselves. And that's been like five or six times. I, I like, I haven't heard other right-wing pundits reactionaries, racists, transphobes, all that kind of stuff. I haven't heard any of them kind of get as close to having their worldview on gender completely shattered by their own words as this video. Like, there's obviously a lot of moments where, like, oh, you're so close to getting it, but then that's it. But, like, she keeps circling back to this. It's the beauty of a relationship. You can rely on another person. <sighs> Be right back. Let me go get a scam with my American insurance. It only cost me 3000 U.S. And like, yeah, that might what, mean simultaneously year, vulnerable year? with the other person and that, hey, maybe you don't have all of your own finances sorted out or you don't have all of your, your home life figured out. But that's what being part of a family is for. Yeah, you rely on each other, but you also provide for each other. And it just, that reliance on each other, that actually makes you less likely to break up. And that's not a bad thing. Bergie LaMarche, what about the wife slash... Well, no, okay, that's where you just went off the rails. It's not like the fear of, of separation, especially if it was at the hands of someone who's abusive, uh, is, is, is not, <laughs> is not a solution. That's, that, that, that would be a, a causal problem. <laughs> like if, if someone is, is abusing you and, uh, or, or forcing you to do things in a relationship that you don't want, but that's the only way you can be in that relationship, uh, then yes, it would be unhealthy for you not to leave the relationship in that case. Mother's needs. Okay. Someone stating their own needs in no way negates your needs. I just, I, people would never think this if Matt were a woman saying what wives want. So anyway, I just wanted to share that post and talk about it a little bit because really if are you kidding me if matt walsh had been like all a woman needs to do is worded the exact same way of course
course, Th this exact same thing would have happened. Yes. I hadn't seen the outrage for myself. I just, I wouldn't have believed that so many people would be triggered by a man wanting to, after a long day at work, come home to a grateful wife and kids and grateful. dinner to really reach the stage where if, if you are a straight man, especially if you're white, you just better shut up about any of your needs or wants in a relationship or society in general, because no. if you don't, people... What, what are you, no one is saying this. No, no, don't, don't invalidate people's uh, needs or wants, especially if you're in a relationship with someone else. And, and please, it's much healthier uh, if men are open and able to express themselves in that regard, rather than consistently bottle that shit up. Um, but yeah, no, that's this, this, where is this coming from? Like, hey, wait, did, did you have a hard day at work? Yeah, I kind of did. Well, you're both white, cis, and male. Which means you can't talk about that. Really? It was kind of kind of a really shitty day. I would like to open up about that to somebody. Well, you can't. Again, white, cis, male. Too much privilege to be able to talk about anything that concerns you. You've got it all. To come for you. That's You're all pure privilege. Say, as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. It helps me out so, so much. Until next time. And then let's just listen to Matt Walsh's uh, thoughts ah, on fact Ever since the beginning of time, teenage girls have been getting pregnant. It, it used to be more common. The, the peak, ever since they started keeping records of these things, which they only started doing recently, like in the 20th century. Uh, but ever since they started keeping records, in 1957 was the peak for teenage pregnancy. 1957. Not 2009. Well, not then, today. All of them were supposed to have kids. Like, that's well, when you on. had kids. That's my point, okay? Um, so to all of a sudden act like this phenomenon of girls getting pregnant at that at a, at a young age that we consider young, 16 or 17, to act, to act like it's a new thing is ridiculous. It's always been that way. Uh, even biologically, and, and this is me just stating, I'm, I'm just, right now I'm going to start by just stating facts. So fact number one, it's not a new phenomenon. Fact number two, in fact, it's a phenomenon that was more common earlier in history and for, you know, the first six to 10,000 years of human existence, it was a normal thing. Uh, fact three. Girls between the ages of like 17 and 24 is when they're technically most fertile. Yeah. I I just like I don't think Matt Walsh uh, should be a, a voice that anyone listens to on anything regarding uh, gender roles or happiness, really. Um, yeah. Uh, or anything ever, because uh, he's absolutely disgusting and revolting and uh, does uh, a whole bunch of yikesy. Uh, what's the, the rape apologia? That's it. That 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 stuff. Not uh, not great. Do you enjoy the surfs but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form. Available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free. Just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Juice, we shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel Kay, Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arnie, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, 
Arianne McCarthy, Doug Cady, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropofojack, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Nkosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.